0: gentlemen hello and welcome to nerdy for 30 podcast where we talk about nerdy-ish things for 30-ish minutes my name is kevin bauer i'm joined as always by my wonderful co-host mr tim Keck. and today we are talking about the long-awaited cocaine bear tim what did you think of this movie
1: dude what a banger i had a blast at cocaine bear It was so much fun yeah. is, you know, it's not like going to win an Oscar, but it's just it's I think it's really self-aware. I think it knows exactly what it's doing. And it's it's just a great it's a great vibe, man. The theater was popping. Everyone was laughing. I mean, we had a lot of clappers in the theater, like people clapped for everything. Uh, Great night. Great movie. I had I had a blast, Kevin. It was great. It met expectations. What My did you expectations. think about it? Tim, I know you had a great night because you left
0: me this voicemail overnight long after <laughs> I'd already gone to bed. Let's roll the tape.
1: Right, here we go. <laughs> here we are. Uh, old Stanley's, post-cocaine bear, uh, Kevin's in Astoria. If Kevin's not eating or sleeping, he is in it on his way back to Astoria. Those are his three modes of uh, existence. And uh, I'm here with Matt Strickland, Spencer, Spencer Pazer. Wow. Spencer Pazer, I, I am inebriated. I had a great time. Spencer, what are you thinking? Oh, it's me first? That's why I said, Spencer, what are you thinking? And then I and then I put the phone in front of your face, and your response is, am I going first? <laughs> Incredible, Spencer. This is going to be on un- you. There's no way this sounds good. There's no way this no, is good. No, of course not. This is a terrible subtitle. Yeah, okay, terrible. Matt Strickland's got things to say. Matt, what would you think of Cocaine Bear? Here's the thing. I thought Cocaine Bear was a beautiful story about motherhood, specifically single mother. Motherhood, you got two moms, one
0: human, one bear both facing off and doing whatever it takes to
1: protect their Cubs. And I think through the power of cocaine, all things are possible. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I think we're raising a lot of money for cocaine tonight. Uh, Pat Wise just left the bathroom. He's standing here with us. Pat, fresh from cocaine, Bear, open mind, open heart. What are your thoughts?
0: (laughs) Uh, I liked it. I had fun.
1: All right, Pat, you don't get that kind of cutting movie Criticism anywhere else except for nerdy for 30. We are in the field right now. We're gonna wrap it up real quick with Spencer Pazer, live from Old Stanley. Spencer, what are your thoughts on Cocaine Bear? It's my it's my turn. Alright, so that's it. I'm throwing it back to Kevin in the studio. Thank you guys. Stay nerdy. Yeah, so that happened. And uh, we just had a great at a great time. Had to keep the party going last night, you know. It was it was a party that is the most excited
0: I have felt a movie theater be since Avengers Endgame. Like
1: this is the first non-Marvel movie that I think this has ever happened for. We joked about Endgame level hype for Megan. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this was it was it felt the energy was different, you know, but it was just more excitement. People were more like happy and like upbeat about all this. And I think tonally this movie hit the mark a lot better than Megan did. I know you keep saying you always say like, you know, Megan was going for an Oscar. Cocaine Bear is not going for an Oscar. Cocaine Bear is going for a good time. And I wish they had an extra 10 million dollars to mess around with. You know, I'm going to look up the budget right now, but I feel like they were budget was like 30 million dollars. So. I'm sure it was all in that bear, like all the bear CGI. The bear looked good. It was super fun. I just really wanted more bear in it. And I think, you know, the economy is the only thing holding them back.
0: If capitalism works, we're going to
1: get a cocaine bear too, and it's going to be bigger and badder than the rest of them.
0: I would argue that uh, along with the economy, the script is holding this movie back. I (laughs) did not love cocaine bear it was definitely better than I thought it was going to be. No question there. I went into this, you know, I'm on record as never having been a cocaine bear stand beforehand. I felt the hype. I enjoyed the hype. I was feeling from other people in the theater, but I did not necessarily share that same hype. It, it was just, you know, I'm, I'm on record on this pod as well. As my opinion of the cocaine bear situation promotion was. Um, I did not hate it. Like this was a very fun movie What's funny to me is I saw a review beforehand, like earlier yesterday, before we went to see it, that said that any of the scenes that didn't have the bear in it were totally worthless. I feel mm-hmm. the complete opposite way. I really enjoyed everything in this movie, but the cocaine bear. I loved the cast. Interesting. I loved like, I mean, obviously, like you need to do something like there needs to be a threat. Otherwise, wouldn't have been a movie at all, but like I thought Carrie Russell was really effective. The kids, the kids did not overstay their welcome. There wasn't too much with the kids. So that was great that they underplayed that hand for once. Um, I really like O'Shea Jackson Jr. I think this guy's <laughs> really good. And fucking what's his name? Alden Eichenrich, the dude that played Han Solo. I think it's Alden something. Um That dude played Han Solo? Yeah. He played young Han Solo in Solo. I've never seen Dennis. Solo. But from the trailer, I thought he like nailed the vibe of young Harrison Ford and then he just disappeared. I have no idea where he's been since. The answer is he's been boning up to play this guy in Cocaine Bear. He was fucking great in this movie. The two of them together was a blast.
1: Yeah, they were they were okay. They were all right. I mean, I I, I like the acting in this movie a lot. I mean, Margot Martindale Amazing. crushed <sighs> Dude, in my opinion. Margo Margot Martindale eating. and Jesse Tyler Ferguson, I was I had such a blast with them. And the kids, uh, Carrie Russell was great. I mean, the kids I thought were awesome. Even like the ambulance people were good. Uh yeah, I don't know. Eldon Einrich or whatever. It's not like yeah. he, I didn't, I wouldn't say he was great. I don't I don't know. I wouldn't say he was great in a sea of people that I thought were like a lot more fun to spend time with. The cop, the cop was he was incredible. The best. Like and yeah, mm, mm, and it was interesting how there were moments of like, oh, we have to take these people seriously. But also the fact that they are taking it so seriously just generated so much comedy in this. You know, there's the scene where the guy where the the cop is on the roof, Mm. just like dying. And somehow it is like so it's so funny and he's so serious the whole time. And it's it's it got a ton of laughs in the theater. So The tone of this was, like, spot on. What were you saying about character ranking? I was saying, like,
0: tier ranking of the characters. Yeah, that guy, the detective is S tier all the way. This dude is unbelievable. I've never seen him in anything before. Pat says he (laughs) was in Veep. I don't remember him in Veep. I got to go back and watch for that. But, yeah, afterwards, Pat was saying that he's in The Wire. I've never seen The Wire. But there's this... there's this kindness watch i think we need to that's a complaint that's been voiced to us before on this show um <laughs> there's like a kindness in this man's eyes that just shines on you as an audience member when he's talking about the dog the whole dog situation at the beginning of the movie oh. is so fucking funny
1: the dog bit is so good <laughs> Like he, he adopts a dog and he really wants one that can play fetch with him. And he gets like this, like little tiny multi show dog with just the longest hair and bows. And he, oh. and he, his like introduction in the thing is asking a, a, a fellow police officer, did you, you used to have a dog, right? Did it play fetch? And she goes, yeah. And he just like for like longingly <laughs> looks into the distance, wishing he had a dog that would play fetch with him. And then at the very end, he's like thinking about the dog. And it was just very, he had like a wonderful little arc of just being a a weird, a weird uh, sweetheart, I guess.
0: Yeah. Hey, shout out for the script. I know I'm going to come for it later. But that moment right there, like some of the character moments we get are so good. That one right there, when he's talking about the dog he got stuck with. The fact that the word he used to describe the dog is fancy killed me he's like this mm-hmm, one's a mm-hmm. little too and there's a really long pause and then he lands it with fancy and it's so fucking funny like <laughs> it's so perfect for that character in a way that i can't even explain
1: it's just a fancy dog yeah he he is the kind of guy who's like kind of like salt of the earth yeah and would just think and thinks a dog can be too fancy for him and to be fair it is it's, it's it seems very out of place in the movie it's yeah man this was this was awesome to your point about the bear hmm I really want I my I feel like my complaint with all of, with all these kinds of tiers of movies is like I want more of the thing you said we would do. You know, if Santa's going to come in and like slash people up, I want more of that. Uh-huh. If if this doll is going to go around and kill people, I want more. I just always want more from these things. And so I feel like I'm walking away going like I want more bear. There was I mean maybe my thief is the whole scene with the cabin and the ambulance, which is very crazy and the bears just go into town and we're seeing the bear doing stuff and they're playing like 80s rock and the bears like chasing them down and like eating people <laughs> and people are like getting thrown out and like their faces scraped on the ground and stuff yeah. and it's like violent and awesome and i was like oh i this is kind of what i want more of from this but when the bear isn't around the actors are doing a great job of carrying a story they all have little arcs and everything isn't about the bear they keep bringing it back to the bear they always bring it back to the bear but there are real world consequences based on the humans interacting with each other Mm -hmm. that move the story forward and probably have a, a bigger influence on the individual characters lives and then the bear rolls in the bear rolls out and then real life consequences with these human beings interacting with each other. So yeah, it went back and forth. I mean, it was just a good balance. I thought for, for what they did, if you, if I'm not going to get more bear, they did it about as well as they could have. I thought.
0: I see. I think that's where we differ. I think you're right in that we could have used more bear or we could have used less bear because the
1: I never I, said less bear. I would you never said say more. less oh, cocaine bear. I'm I only inferred. saying more cocaine bear. I'm tired of you <laughs> going to movies called cocaine bear and saying, Oh, I didn't a little too much cocaine bear for me. A little too much. Oh man. Why is Santa so violent in violent night? What is I going on? Night. You take oh, that back. Too many kills in Megan. You're just like, Oh, what are you talking about? I you wanted ordered a more steak. For both they got those. you a steak. Enjoy the steak.
0: Fine. I'll settle on more. I'll go with the more take on this. Here's what I think is throwing me on cocaine bear. It's the fact that uh, it can't seem to decide whether the bear is scary or funny. And that's, I think, the tonal shift for me, because I think there is a way to do this so that the bear is always scary and some funny moments can happen with it. But like the idea of a bear on cocaine is terrifying to the characters as well as us. And I think maybe that's the version of the movie where you go even more over the top of the kills. We get, I mean the stuff in the uh, cabin is in the ambulance that that whole sequence is insane. I feel like you can go even more insane. Like they were not afraid of gore sometimes in this movie and then sometimes they really like walked it back. So I feel like you can go all in on gross, you make it like super super horrifying when the bear shows up. And I think the way you get to that is you don't get these silly moments. This movie fell back on too many silly moments. Oh. It's a similar like sense of humor problem God. that I had with Mania, where these silly moments really rob everything because it's taking away any of our agreement on what the reality of this world is. Like when the tone gets thrown like that, it makes it hard to take anything else seriously because we know that somebody can just do a wacky pants thing later and do like a funny little scream and run away. But if we're locking on to the fact that this bear is terrifying, then we get to a different place tonally. Or I feel like you play it a lot more On that like lighthearted silly angle where it's like funny that the bear is on cocaine and it's killing people and you go with the like funnier variations on death where it's almost more like the the drawn out ways that people are dying are almost more slapstick. Like we got there were some decently slapstick deaths, but I'm thinking kind of more along the lines of like the accidental stuff, like when the um, park ranger shoots the kid through the head. But then also that silliness so funny. It's weird to have that silliness contrasted with intense gore. I think I don't. That's what I think I don't buy is that the gory things are so horrifying that I don't believe that people would act silly about it. Like, that's the kind of thing that would fuck people up.
1: Yeah, but I, I love that contrast. I think the grosser it is, the funnier it can be. Because, on a certain level, I don't actually want to see somebody's hand blown off. You know, right. like if that I happened don't in real see it life, at all, it would suck. It would be bad. It would be like really awful. You know, like if you think about a war m- movie too much and you're just thinking about, oh, these are human beings with lives who died, that's not fun. Right. But a cartoon, hilarious, goofy situation where a CGI bear is doing, you need the insanity and you need the comedy and the absurdity. In order to get away with the grotesque nature of the bear mauling people. And I you know?
0: don't think Cocaine Bear pulled off that dance.
1: Maybe not the whole time, but I think it definitely did for a lot of it. I mean, the bear's funny. I also think the bear makes sense, right? The bear's number one priority family. Number two, cocaine. The bear loves cocaine and I put family first because the bear is going out finding cocaine and bringing it back to its cubs mm-hmm. so its cubs can do cocaine. Yeah. This is a loving, nurturing mother figure. We'd all be so lucky as to have a mom who made sure we had cocaine as children. When the bear runs out of cocaine, when the, well, when the bear is on cocaine, it seems like it's pretty chill and it's having a good time and it dances and it rolls around and, And it's fine when it's off cocaine, it gets very angry and will do whatever it has to do to get more cocaine. And I think if that's like the way, if that's the way, if that's the rules in this reality for the bear, I think it followed all of them. I don't think it necessarily attacked a bunch of people when it was on cocaine. It attacked a bunch of people to get cocaine. But once it had the cocaine, it mellowed out again until it was out of cocaine. And then it like comes down and then it like, you know, passes out on top of this guy and just, you know, it's also an an alpha predator, you know? Yeah. So it's not threatened by people just hanging out in it.
0: So I but I think again, I think that's there. I like those rules. I think that there's room to make it a situation where people I didn't feel the fear from people. Like when there were scenes where uh, I'm thinking about the gazebo scene. And the bear shows up and it's starting to attack Alden, Elden, whatever his name is. Um, I didn't feel real fear from people in that scene. It seemed like it was still kind of silly, like, "uh oh, what's this thing going to do? But like, again, that's a fucking bear. Like, I don't know if that's on the actors. I don't know if that's on the directing. I don't know what that is where, like, I didn't feel the kind of tension in that scene that we would normally feel. And I think that's the situation where you would want to generate that tension. You would want the audience to feel the same kind of fear that those actors feel in that scene when they don't know what's going to happen. Their lives are on the line. And then we cut to the bear and it's rolling around on the ground and kind of like delicately swiping at a butterfly. Not in the same situation at all. Like, I think that's a I, fun way to cut that.
1: I get what you're saying. But we did also watch the bear kill, I think at that point, six people. Right. So we watched the bear ruthlessly attack people and destroy whatever it had to in order to get the cocaine, which is a second motivation in life. And then they put it in a situation where it does the cocaine and it's silly and just doesn't see the human beings as a threat, which, again, I think plays for like its world game. I I don't know if you if we just watched it kill six people, mm-hmm. doesn't that mean there's like I don't know I felt tension I was kind of like oh is it gonna kill all these people because it could it could just kill these guys and it didn't and then I don't know that that was like my favorite scene (laughs) I don't think that's the funniest scene uh in the movie but I always felt the threat of the bear and at any moment I was like oh this bear could just flip a switch start killing people I guess Um, I didn't feel
0: that the same way But Mm. I definitely felt it. I think that's what made the ambulance and the uh, cabin scene work for me is the fact that I did feel that tension in that scene.
1: Yeah, let's do some beefs because this reminds me of of one of my beefs in this. They open the movie with a quote about and they say this again during the movie. And it's basically, uh, you know black attack when it, these are like rules for bears, it reminded me of like uh, coral snakes or whatever in Florida, where it's like red on yellow, you're a dead fellow, red on black, you're okay, Jack. And that's how you end of identify if these like similar looking snakes are uh, poisonous or not, or dangerous. And so for the bears, they said, if it's black attack, if it's Brown lie down, meaning like you, you're supposed to stand up to a black bear. You're supposed to play dead with a grizzly bear. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like they ever fight the bear. Isn't that like an idea that they put into our heads immediately is the only way to stop the bear is to stand up to the bear and that's not it. It's just a nice bear and they leave it alone and then everything's fine, you know?
0: Yeah, which is interesting because they also didn't play with it from the angle of oh, it's a black bear. It's fine. They're friendly. Like they didn't right. really give it that. We, I think we had a moment where the hikers kind of toyed with the thing, is it black or is it brown? That sort of thing. Um, if that's what they were referencing, it was pretty subtle. It's a shame because the bit of sourcing that to Wikipedia is an early win for the movie. When that like I mean, source Wikipedia came up, I was like, fuck, I might have misjudged cocaine bear. Um,
1: I was thinking the same thing, though. It's kind of confusing. I do like the Wikipedia joke, too, because... I think it changes the tone. It just establishes what the tone is to me. And in my book, a lot of the things you're like pointing out, I just kind of glossed. I mean, watching it, I just glossed over like they're making jokes about Wikipedia. This is clearly a satire. This is all a joke. It's, it's a movie about like a dumb story from the eighties and the characters are all goofy. And I just, you can't take it too seriously. I can't, I don't think this is necessarily the movie to like, well, well, that's what we do: is we break down these movies and we analyze them and figure out what the characters are. I think they they told they were able to tell a good story without, um, I don't know, getting too serious, too invested. I don't; it just worked for me. It made sense. All the things, yeah. You're talking about. I was okay with not, them not being around, but do you have any beefs? We're talking beefs. So, boy, got any that stand out to you specifically? Any other ones? So far, you've just been beefing on this. I know. I've been exclusively
0: beefing. What is my next <laughs> beef? Um you know, I I mean, I think I've I think I've kind of said my piece beef wise. Oh, I you know what? I do have one. How heavy. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. This takes precedence. There's the scene <laughs> where the bear is laying on top of Alden. I'm going to standardize from here on out. I'm calling this man Alden. I don't know if it's a real name. That's what I'm going to be calling him Han solo Han solo. The bears laying on Han Solo and he Hmm. says female bear. And they say, what? And he says, it's a female bear. They say, how do you know? He says, it's vagina is on my ear. Then when we get the bear off of him, the bear is laying with its head over top of his head. So, There's no way that that bear's vagina could have been on his ear. I don't know if maybe they shot the scene, but then the intent was going to be... It would make sense that the bear was laying on him from the other angle. I don't know why they kept that. Like a 69? Yeah. Or like a 96, where... uh, I don't know. Like a, yeah. Yeah,
1: a 96. Yeah. Um, So... Why do they keep that in there? It's were you the one bringing that wrong. up last night? Because I feel like I heard this this a lot. Not for Somebody me. Somebody else mentioned this to me that I think Pat pointed it out where it's just like this. The anatomy of this makes no sense. Yeah, it's just it's not real. Which it's funny everybody latched onto that as like as like a thing because it's very clearly just like a, a a joke. It's clearly just like I don't know. You know when they like this, they're about to cut away from a scene and then they just like throw in one last line that like the movie's already done and they're like, okay, we need it. We need a joke said from off camera. Mm -hmm. It's like clearly one of those things, but the joke, uh, doesn't make, you're right. doesn't make any sense, but also how else would you, you know, no. What if you just said tits instead, you know, or like boobs? Sure.
0: Or just animate. They're in charge of where the bear bear. They're in charge of where the bear is laying down uh, just animate it the other direction, like position it the opposite way. And it's fine. The joke works.
1: Yeah. Or you just come up with another joke. Yeah.
0: A better joke. He's not even visible. He could, have. they could have 80 yard anything into that scene.
1: It is funny that it's like, yeah, it, the joke somehow doesn't make any, any sense. We're, we're looking at it and we know he's lying about that. Yeah.
0: It's so strange. So that's,
1: I'll say that's my biggest beef thieves tim let's yeah. talk thieves okay i the other i do what now that i'm thinking about it i did also have another bit from pat where he was like the ambulance guys showed up which again i think you guys were just reading a little too into this because the guys from the ambulance showed up and pat is like oh please do anything an emt would do i'm right there like, with like he's him. like do something grounded i know and and then pat's like check the pulse And I made fun of him so much for this because he's like, they don't even check the pulse. One guy doesn't have a head anymore because it was blown off with a gun. The other woman has her eyes open. She is breathing and talking to them. And he's like, why won't you check a pulse? Like, what are we looking for? Why are we holding the EMTs in a movie called Cocaine Bear to like a hyper realistic you know, standard. I'm saying this coming right off of uh, two seasons of New Amsterdam, where I've been watching people pretend to be doctors for like 40 hours. And I love it. I love nothing more than somebody like putting their hands in a mannequin and pretending they're doing stuff. It's hilarious. And but what else are they supposed to do? They're shocked by the scene. It's disgusting. They've probably never seen like that, anything like that in their entire lives. What proceed? What do you what do you guys want? You want to watch them fill out paperwork? On this, you want to see them like ask her her social security number. I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm unclear on what you guys need to see to believe that an EMT is here. I need to dealing see with them. the ramifications of cocaine bear.
0: I need to see them. Act like an EMT. It's absurd. It was like a bad improv scene. They came in. They were not doing their jobs at all.
1: What do you want them to do? What What do they do? I want her to come in,
0: say, oh, my God, snap right into action. Get in there. One of them is observing the body, the dead body, trying to figure out, like, I don't really think there wasn't a great moment where they, like, noticed, like, a gunshot wound to this guy's head. So you would probably need to check that out. The other one runs over to Margot Martindale, checks her pulse, like, is, like, trying to check in with her, like, Ma'am, ma'am, can you hear me? Something like that. we have got blood at the door. They're radioing into someone. Like, they need to snap into action. They are EMTs every second counts. That is the base reality of this scene. To be funny, there needs to be something that we can latch on to. They are what we're supposed to latch on to. And they just act ridiculous. I did not like the EMTs at all.
1: Maybe they've never seen anything like that before. You know, it is weird that they're like, she's just listening to Margaret Martindale's heart. Yeah. But whatever. I'll say with a thief, Margaret Martindale might be my thief. The whole thing with like her fancy perfume when she's trying to pick up Jesse Tyler Ferguson. And honestly, her shooting that guy in the head. Hilarious. I was like, please shoot someone else. (laughs) It'd be so funny if she just killed like three people in a row. Like, that's what I was looking for in this. And then the whole ambulance thing. And specifically, Margaret Margaret Martindale is like chained into like, like tied down to like a backboard Mm -hmm. in the ambulance goes flying out and just like bounces in the concrete. It was so gross and so fun. And that whole just like bit with the bear getting into the cabin, ending with the ambulance. Awesome. The movie peaked there for me, to be honest. You got another thief?
0: Yes. You want to you want to hit on? I think. I want to compliment the vibe of this movie was wonderful. It had this incredible summertime in the eighties vibe. It kept that vibe the whole time. It felt warm. It felt summery. I was loving that similar. Mm. I think plays into this. The music was terrific. Like all the songs in this movie, low key, great soundtrack. Um, I also, you know, I I complimented Alden. I think there's like Han Solo, there's like a depth to this guy that we're going to end up seeing, God willing, over the course of his career. Where he's bringing something to the table that is similar to your Sebastian Stans. It's similar to your Jack Quaid's, but there's a greater depth than either one of them have. I think this dude has range. I think this guy can play dramatic. I think this guy can play comedic. I'm really excited to see what more we get from this dude. Uh, same thing. O'Shea Jackson jr. I think he's wonderful. Um, I really loved him in this movie. It was really funny. The whole like through line with this Jersey and like his whole outfit, he looks so good in the beginning of the movie his outfit is slowly getting more and more fucked up. If anything, I could have used a little bit more of that, like more things just to slowly fuck with this guy over time and make him really hate the wilderness. Um, I really, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. <laughs> I got to give the movie compliments for that. Uh I don't know. I'll probably watch it again at some point, you know. If it's on TNT or something, I'll watch a couple scenes from Cocaine Bear. Oh, you know what? I want to give another thief shout out before we end. There's one moment where the little kid, the little blonde boy in the movie actually calls it cocaine bear nobody else in the movie has referred yeah. to it as cocaine bear as like an entity but he calls it cocaine bear in the cave in the end and it really works and if anything i would have loved a situation where all of them just start colloquially calling it cocaine bear a lot earlier in the movie because having this thing have that formally as a name inside of the script is very fun i like it a lot
1: yeah at one point somebody refers to it as the devil bear And then they they call it the devil bear back to him. And I thought that would have been a good opportunity for the kid to say, it's not a devil bear. It's a cocaine bear. And then the guy's just like, oh, and then starts calling it the cocaine bear. Yeah, I think I think there'd be something uh, there's definitely more stuff they could have done about it. I think the biggest thief, Kevin, the biggest thief with this movie and what makes it so good. Runtime an hour thirty five. love it. Beautiful. Love to see it. We need more of it. Kevin, a final question before we get out of here: What's better, Cocaine Bear or Megan? I think it beat Megan. It beat Megan. Yeah, I think it beat Megan. Oh, it definitely did. I think it's definitely better than that. Is Cocaine Bear vibes and all better than Bahu Bali?
0: Oh God, they're so different. This is where it starts getting hard because these movies are yeah. so different.
1: This is when it's fun. Don't overthink it. Go with your gut.
0: I think it is.
1: Oh, man. Bahubali two. I don't think it takes two. I think no. it takes one. I don't no, think it takes it's two. It's not better than two. It's better than one. Yeah. OK, that's it. All right. Let's wrap it up. Wow. You Usual call it stuff. Man. cocaine you- bear.
0: We called it in the review preview. The tier list looks completely different now than it did last week. Ladies and gentlemen, what do you think? Do you agree with our assessment of cocaine bear? Let us know. Send an email to the show, nerdy430 at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on TikTok. We're out there. We're doing stuff. We will be right back here next week where we are covering Creed Three, it all ends here. Maybe. I'm referring to Michael B. Jordan's directing career. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Till next time, stay nerdy. Bye. Stay nerdy.
1: Bye.